What's good, everybody? You are here with David Apodaca on the Sports and Coffee Podcast. Why is it called the Sports and Coffee Podcast? Because I'm drinking coffee and talking about sports. So, the other day, me and my buddies just hanging out talking about football because it's about to start up soon. One of my buddies go, hey man, aren't the Raiders trying to get rid of Derek Carr? And I looked at him and I was just puzzled. And he was like, he was just going, giving me his put on it. He was like, yeah, Derek Carr is super overrated. And I was just puzzled when he said that because I think Derek Carr is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. And I'm going to give you four reasons why. He's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. Reason number one, his lack of weapons, his whole career. Well, most of his career because he did have one season where he just had two good receivers. But I'm going to list each one, each top receiver. Andre Holmes, James Jones. This was his rookie year. And that was his top two receivers. And that was... Oh, God. That was just a terrible season. The Raiders won that first game on Thursday night football against the Chiefs. James Jones caught a touchdown in the middle of the field. So, that was that was his rookie year. The next year, he had... Next two years, actually. He had... Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree, which was an absolute beast of a receiving core. And I love the duo. That was his MVP season, 2016. He had, he was on top of his game. So this is the one time he had true weapons. The next year, though, after those two seasons, he had Jordy Nelson and Martavius Bryant. Jordy Nelson was on his last leg. Martavis Bryant was on his last joint. So, as you can see, he didn't have a consistent receiving core right there either. And then you have, last year, a number two receiver playing at number one because of the whole Antonio Brown thing going on. Terrell Williams and a rookie, Hunter Renfro. Along with that, the receiving core was flipping, flopping everywhere. They were signing guys, releasing guys. Every week they had a new receiver in the building and it was just hectic in the receiving room. So he never really had a consistent receiving core except for in 2016, which I will get to. He never had a consistent receiving core, a good one at that, except for 2016. Reason number two, his MVP season 2016 We're going to compare it to 2019. In 2019, he threw for 4,054 yards. 2016, he's thrown for 3,937. As you see, he's thrown more yards 2019. And a little side fact, he's always thrown more yards. Each year he was in the NFL, you see, again, he's developing and getting better and better and better. In 2016, he's thrown for 28 touchdowns. In 2019, 21, 
but he had this awesome rookie running back who lost, who they stole Josh Jacobs' Rookie of the Year award away from him in the backfield, so that makes sense. 2016, his completion percentage was 63.8%. 2019 was 70.4%. And this is another topic I'm going to get on. He's gotten better completing this these passes. Interception went up by 2. 2016 was 6. 2019 was 8. Now, 2019, there was some ugly interceptions where like there was no receiver there and he threw the ball up so this is one that Derek Carr needs to improve on a lot but that's it's just it's just odd he's only thrown two more interceptions from his MVP season and no one likes this guy because of that but people forget about his MVP season him throwing six now Hold on. Timeout. He didn't win MVP. He was in the MVP race. Okay. Let me just throw that out there real quick. I don't want you to think he won the MVP award. Now, as you see the stats, and he also rushed for two touchdowns in 2019, none in 2016. But as you see, the stats are very very close and similar except for the touchdowns but that's because he had a dominant running back in the backfield 2019 he slowly got better and 2016 yes MVP season but he had a receiving core who can spread the field and make plays on their own compared to 2019 when he had a rookie receiver and a number one a number two receiver playing in the number one receiver position. Now, here goes my last, I'm sorry, here goes my third reason. Derek Carr gets a lot of slack for not throwing the deep ball. But, passes farther than 10 yards in 2019, he threw 67.2%. That was the most accurate in the NFL. And since 2016 till now, he's the third most accurate, the third accurate quarterback in the deep ball. So, yes, we've all seen a receiver deep, wide open down the field, and he doesn't throw that ball. But when he does throw it, most of the time he completes that pass. Also, a little side note. Derek Carr was the most accurate quarterback run, running a play-action pass in 2019. I'm not going to go into this one because it's a play-action, throw it to the fullback. It's a play-action, throw it to the tight end. Little, like, three-yard completions. I don't like getting into that because it's just little dinks and dunks here and there. But, like I said, Derek Carr does throw the deep ball. Back in 2014, when he got drafted, the big hit on him was he can't throw an accurate deep ball. But again, he slowly developed and became an accurate deep ball thrower. So everyone's saying that he can't throw the deep ball. This is probably where he gets the most hate from and where people think he's overrated. 
that's one of the reasons why I think he's underrated. Now, here goes the last reason why I think Derek Carr is highly underrated. Now, I'm going to go back to the last three seasons. His completion percentage. 2017. And I'm going to throw in his yards too. 2017. 62 point. You know what? We're going to drop all the way back to 2016. His MVP season. Okay? So check this out. 2016. 63.7. 63.7. 2017. 62.72. Yes, a slight drop. But 2018, 68.9. Last year, 70.37. That's all his percentage, his completion percentage. Again, 2017, 62.7. 2018, 68.9. Last year, 70.3. He slowly developed and got better. He's completing the ball. He's throwing it. He's making his passes count. He's getting positive yards. He's throwing the ball. He's doing what he's supposed to do with the lack of weapons that he has around him. Again, that was the last reason too. He's a he he completes it. He completes his passes. Okay, so there's no reason to hate on Derek Carr. He gets so much hate throughout the league for absolutely no reason. This year, with Henry Ruggs, Terrell Williams can be the number two receiver. Hunter Renfro can play the slot. I think Derek Carr will explode in Vegas. I think he has a chance to be an MVP type player. With everything he has going on, the move to Vegas, new stadium, the Raiders are going to make something of this year. And Derek Carr would no longer have that hate of him for no reason. Like, if you want to hate Derek Carr, hate him because he's good. Don't hate him because you think he's overrated. He's not overrated. Derek Carr, as you can see, I have everything laid out. Derek Carr is highly underrated. Now, if you think differently, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, text me, call me, do anything, send a pigeon, and tell me what you think. Because I don't think Derek Carr is overrated, and I don't know why people can't see that. Derek Carr is good if he has weapons. This is David Apodaca, and you're listening to Sports with Coffee. I hope you enjoyed it. There'll be another video out soon with a list of the top 10 players, quarterback, running back, and receivers for 2020. See if your quarterback, receiver, or running back is on this list. Again, stay safe, stay blessed, and come back next time. I'll see you guys later.